Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Marcus and Melina De La Cruz. We hope that you'll be blessed by today's message. A good friend of mine, a man I've known for quite some time, and the more I get to know him, the more I get to like him. Some people you get to know him, and I don't know if I like him as much anymore. First, they don't know that for the first few months they're on probation. <laughs> But over the years, I've, gone to, I've not only begun to, uh, gotten to like uh, Brother Ike, but we've learned to love him, appreciate him, and, and, and really just honor the voice that God has placed in him into the church, into his local, where he's from. And because how many of you know God is doing a great work in Nigeria? He's doing a, and I'm so grateful that he, we get to be a part of that. That we get to be a part of that and get to be a part of what he's not only doing there, but having a part in his our relationship with him and, and those impartations that he brings to us. Amen. So without further ado, let's just all stand and, and let's just all stand and give the, a warm applause and a, a warm hello. to. And Come on up here, Reverend. Let me turn you on real quick. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Good morning, River Church. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Praise God. What an honor to be with you today. Amen. I'm so excited to be here. You know, River Church is one of the places like, you know, I always have it in my heart to be here. You know, we have so many places we can go to, but we like River Church. Amen. Your pastors are precious to us, to our family, to our children. I mean, you have everybody here. Hallelujah. So we're very grateful. And uh, we appreciate that relationship and that fellowship. You know, you'll never succeed alone. God brings people into your life that he gave something that will bless you. And he gives you something that will bless them as well. That's why all of us being where we're supposed to be, we cause one another to increase. So we're very thrilled about River Church. And we want, I want to thank you in person, my wife, the rest of our family, and our congregation send their love. They say thank you. Each time we see a support from River Church, we just, I just hold them up and I say, Father, everything that River Church needs, they have. They walk in great places. That ordinary people don't walk in. Amen. So we're honored to be here and I get to tell it to you in person. Amen. So we have had one wonderful time at the uh, camp meeting. So that camp meeting is intended to continue. You know, the life of the believer is intended to be a flow. You're flowing from one level of increase to another, from glory to glory. It doesn't come down. It just keeps going up higher and higher. Amen? Glory to God. Well, I have something in my heart that God, I believe God encouraged me to minister to you. I've been preaching this message for the past two months, I think. I asked my wife, she said, you know, there's part 12. There's <laughs> so it's been going since March. I've been teaching on expectation. The Spirit of God said to me, expectation is low in the body of Christ. And it's low in Nigeria. He was addressing me about Nigeria, but he said, don't stop preaching it in Nigeria. I want you to preach it wherever you go. And you just seek me as to have how to get it to flow 
to whatever else I tell you about any place you go to. Amen. So we'll see how that goes. And, um, you know, you attempted after camp meeting like, man, what else is there to preach? <laughs> you know, you have all the generals, all the wonderful uh, uh, ministers of the gospel that shared things with you. But yeah. God said, no, I give you something. That's so right. here right. we are. Are you ready? Yes. Praise Amen. God. You know, heaven has expectation for your life. Amen. Amen. Otherwise, why would all the uh, witnesses, you, you know, a cloud of witnesses watching to cheer you on? Yeah, right. Heaven is expecting that your life bear fruit. Heaven is expecting that your life produce something. Yes. Amen. Amen. But until your expectation matches what heaven has for you, you will only disappoint yourself. And not only would you disappoint yourself, you will leave the longing that God has in his heart to bring you into a wealthy place stranded. You know, the Bible says that God longs to do us good. He longs to do us well. God is full of expectation. Miracles happen when your expectation matches God's expectation for your life. Amen. Things pop when your expectation rises to the same level as, uh, to the same level of expectation that God has for you. The word of God is the recordings of God's expectation for your life. This is what God, this is what heaven is expecting to see in your life. That's why it was recorded for you. So that each time you read it, each time you, be, uh, uh, you behold it, you get a revelation yeah. of what heaven is expecting to see in your life. Yes. And it causes you to rise to yes. that expectation. Yes. That way when they match, they come to the same level, woo, things begin to happen. Yes. Amen. 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 Go with me. Let's start from Revelation chapter 5. Revelation chapter 5. We will read verses 9 and 10. Father, we're so grateful for the privilege of this word. Thank you for the light that shines and causes us to know. We give you all the praise for every good thing that will be wrought among us today as a result of this word. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Revelation 5, look at verse 9. And they song a new song saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof. For thou wast slain and has redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. And has made us unto our God kings and priests and we shall reign on the earth. <laughs> Hallelujah. This is the expectation that heaven has for you. You are expected to operate as king and priest unto God. You are expected to reign in life. Romans 5.17 tells us that through one Jesus Christ. That is the expectation. And this expectation, no excuse can get you out of. You can't excuse yourself out of it. You can't give excuse for not reigning. It's not possible. Yeah. 
Because the word that was sent to show you what you expected to leave has the power therein to cause it to be so in your life. Amen. So, I mean, I've, I've been preaching and teaching this for 12 weeks, so we're going to find a way to condense it, <laughs> compress it, <laughs> without changing the, um, the uh, what are you, you know, yes, 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 the structure of it. They tell me we're going to compress this video. I said, is it still going to be the same quality? <laughs> so we're going to compress it with the same quality. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Especially being a Father's Day, you know, happy yeah. Father's Day to all the fathers again. This is a message that we must know. Come on. Amen. Because if you don't know what's expected of you, I mean, you will leave beneath what's available. Because with heaven's expectation for your life came heaven's supply to bring you to that expectation. Amen. So why are people often disappointed and without expectation? Why? Do you want to know? Yes. Amen. Why are people often disappointed? You know, have, you know, people down, you know, just have tried, you know, nothing seems to be working. So they stop expecting. They become pessimistic, you know, oh, this, this, this. And, you know, the price of gas going up is only just a tool to bring out what they have. Yes. Do you realize that? Prices going up never brings disappointment. It just reveals what people are dealing with. Amen. I mean, you see a little bug on the sidewalk. You step on that bug. When you step on that bug, you didn't put what came out of that bug inside that bug. The pressure just revealed what was already inside the bug. Are you listening? That's what a lot of people do, you know. Uh, we find something to complain about. It's just that that something became a tool we use to express the disappointment that has been abiding within. Oh, glory to God. So how, why is it that people live disappointed? Why are people living without expectation? Well, I believe it, that it is because they have not acknowledged what God has made them. You remember in Philemon 1.6, it says that by the acknowledgement of everything that you have in Christ, your faith becomes effectual. Your faith uh, will begin to produce, if we could say it that way. So one of the reasons I would say that people live disappointed or without expectation is because they have failed to acknowledge what God has made them. When you were made, you were made complete. When you were made, you were made with a full supply. Right. The Bible says we are complete in Christ. Amen. Complete will include everything that you will ever need. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you were born into a completed life. Yes. Amen. Completed life. Completed Complete life. will mean it will include finances. Yes. It will include everything yes. for it to be complete. Otherwise, it will be almost complete. <laughs> Amen. But he said complete. Amen. And because people have failed to acknowledge that, they have failed to acknowledge what they are expected to produce. Unlike the people of the world, when God recreated us in Christ, he recreated us with everything that pertains to life and godliness. 
He set us up for good. I've always preached this for a long time and more revelation as I hear my generals talk more about it. It's, it's, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's firing up on the inside. I've, I've always said that the Christian life is the life that has been prepared for. It's been prepared for. All you do is just come in and live it and live according to the rules and live according to the laws that govern that life. Amen. We are created to rule and reign. Remember in Genesis chapter 1, in verse 26, God said, Let us make man in our image and in our likeness. Our image means to be like God. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Bible says God is a spirit. In Luke 4, 24, And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And to do and to be like him in his likeness would be to act like him. How do you act like him? He gave you his word so that you can speak his word. When you speak his word, that's how he operates. If God wants to get anything done, he will speak. And he gave us that word so that that word in our mouth will be like God operating. The heathen can speak it because they are not of God. They're not born again. But when you were born again, you became a child of God. That means that the same nature, the same life that is in God is now in you. The same faith that is in God is now in you. So you can talk like God. You can act like God. You can walk like God. Amen. 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 Glory to God. And all this came as a result of being born again. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, sin destroyed man's expectation. Because you see, in Genesis chapter 1, you know, God, after he created us in verse 26 and verse 28, it says, and God blessed them and said unto them, have dominion. You know, be, be fruitful. So you're expected to be fruitful. Multiply, you're expected to increase whatever you put your hands to. Subdue. You expected to bring things under the order of heaven because you're here. And he said, have dominion over all the earth. I always drag that all because sometimes people think that all is just part of it. All is just, you know, the little circle of the, you know. No, he says all the earth. We're going to have to learn to read the Bible just like it said. It says, have dominion over all the earth. So heaven is expecting you to have dominion. But do you have the same expectation? Do you have the same expectation? Because until your expectation matches the expectation that heaven has for you, you will live beneath what God designed for you. You see, when when you see a broke believer, you see a frustrated believer. Why? Because he's out of place. Are you listening? Amen. So sin destroys man's expectation, but righteousness restored man to a place of reigning, and as a result, his expectation is restored. Hallelujah. So when you say, Jesus, come into my heart, I make you Lord, the Bible says your expectation is restored. You can begin to expect what heaven is expecting you to accomplish. Amen. Amen. 
Glory to God. Remember the Bible said, if any man be in Christ, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Hallelujah. Who made them new? God did. Hallelujah. That's why when you came into Christ, every failure that had to do with you was completely wiped out. Completely eradicated. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. So we see, a man without expectation is a man out of place. If, you're not, if you don't have expectation, it means you're, one of the reasons is that you're not in your place. You're not in your place. Go with me. Let's just have fun this morning. Go with me. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews 10, we will read verse 11. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. Hebrews 10, 11. Look at, uh, 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 yeah, yeah, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 11. Oh, Tom, the Lord, the Spirit of God was ministering to me about you earlier this morning. He said, there's more opportunities for you coming. So be open. Amen. Glory to God. Hebrews 10, 11, it says, And every priest standeth daily ministering and offering oftentimes the same sacrifices. He's talking about the ministry of Jesus, which can never take away sins. But this man, this man Jesus, hallelujah. After he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God. From henceforth, what's the next word? Expecting. From henceforth, expecting. Expecting till all his enemies be made his footstool. But you have to read this with the understanding that this man, the Lord Jesus, is not sitting by himself. Okay, the, the Bible says we were raised together in Ephesians 2 and made to sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So when we read of Jesus uh, sitting down at the right hand of God, we are seated with him. What was he doing? It says he's expecting till all his enemies be made his footstool. <laughs> So there's an expectation of what should happen. Well, if the enemies are to be, uh, are to be made his footstool, that means the, the enemies had to be made our footstool because we are his body. We are his body. So Christ is expecting that when you walk and operate on the earth, the powers of darkness should be operating under your foot. Come on. They are your footstool. That's what heaven is expecting. And the way to demonstrate it is through you. <laughs> Amen. But the question is, are you in your place? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I just said that and he just, <laughs> the light on the wrong way showed up. I was preaching this recently, you know. Every believer 
has a there. Every believer has a there. God took all of us and he put us in Christ. That's our there. Before God. But your there on the earth is your local church. Remember in 1 Corinthians 12, 18, it said that God has, has placed in the body each one, every one of us as it pleased him. He put each one in there there. I'm yeah. telling you one of the reasons why people are not expecting. Yeah. They're not in there there. They're not seated. You know you can be in your place in church and not be seated. People just come to see what will happen. Do you know that when God assigns you a vet, that means you have a job to do. You are part of the family. You have chores. You're not just here to eat. And go and leave the dishes for somebody else. You see, that's part of being in your there. When you recognize you're there, everything about that place becomes, uh, it becomes something you run to make sure it's done. This is our house. This is my place. See, I tell people one of the ways you know that you have recognized you're there is when you stop Saying pastor's church, it becomes, it becomes your church, my church. Another way you recognize you and you're there is when you stop saying, well, this is the way pastors say to do it. And you begin to say, this is the way we do it. Why? Because the words of your pastors have sunk into you. It's no longer, he said, she says, it's become the way we do it. Amen. Amen. It's no longer, the pastor said, my pastor said. What are you doing? You're taking your place. And those things affect your expectation. Why? Because where God set you, that's where the seed that will explode in your life is planted. That's how that, that's the place that those seed come to you. I tell people all the time, you know, we're in church and the gifts of the Spirit starts flowing and people get healed, things happen. And I I said to them, hey, you don't get this at Walmart. (laughs) You don't get this at Target. What? You see, when you're in your place, place. things work. work. Are you listening? When you are in your place and you honor your place and you acknowledge that this is the place that God set me, things work. Your heart, because you see, everything that God designed to happen in your life is already set, is in you, is in you, is in you. You're set in a place to receive seed that causes those things to come up. But if you don't recognize you're there, if you don't treat your there as your fertile ground, you will end up being frustrated yeah. and wonder why things are not happening. Where well, they said to do this, no, you're not part of they. You are part of the kingdom. Yes. The Amen. kingdom has different principles That's than right. the world. Yes. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. <laughs> so a man out of place is a man out of expectation. So you want to make sure that you are in your there. Because every believer has a there. Are you in your there? 
When you are in your there, that's where God talks to you. You see, what makes expectation thrilling is hearing God. And it is when you are in the place that he set you that you're able to hear him in such a way that it fires up your expectation. Amen. Amen. You know, I mean, what would you think of somebody that, that's wanting you to do something and they call you and the reception is pretty bad? Yeah. Ah, I can hear you. Uh, I can hear you. Yeah. Oh, we go through that a lot in Nigeria. <laughs> and we say it's a network problem. But you see, when you are in your place, yeah. all the wirings are set. Yes. Reception is clear okay. because that's where you're supposed to be. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I mean, that would take us three services, but I just believe that I've said enough for you. <laughs> Amen. Yes. Glory to God. So a man without an expectation is a man that is out of place. You want to be in your place. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Another thing is that a man without expectation is a man who is not grounded in who God has made him. See, you were made rich at birth. You were healed at birth. You were redeemed at birth. So if you don't know and you're not grounded in who you have been made, you will lack expectation of the things that come with it. Go with me. Let's look at this in uh, Ephesians 2. Somebody say, Pastor, could you pass? Can, are you able to preach a message without Ephesians 2, verse 10? I don't know. <laughs> Ephesians 2, we will read verse 10. I'd like to read it to you in Amplified Bible, if we could. That This is the scripture that I wore out of my Bible, my paper Bible. It's, I mean, this particular page is loose. I have to catch it all the time because I found it and I stayed with it. I stayed with it. I stayed with it until my name became Ephesians 2.10 Amplified. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I mean, when I pastored the youth, I would preach it and preach it and preach it and preach it. I mean, it's, it came alive to me. Yeah. So let's read. Pastor Ike this morning. <laughs> Amen. For we are God's own handiwork. Ooh, I'm God's own. You're God's own. All right. His workmanship. You are God's piece of work. I'm, hallelujah. Recreated in Christ Jesus. Not renovated. Recreated. In Christ Jesus. Born anew. Why? That you may do those good works. Which God predestined. Planned beforehand for us. Taking paths which he God prepared ahead of time. That we should walk in them. Living the good life. Which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. Did you know that all these things are connected to being born anew? So if you miss that part and you're seeking all the good things that come with it, you miss the point. Isn't that what it said? Recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew. That's why we say that a man without expectation is a man who's not grounded in who? He has been made. Yeah, 
So when you read in the, in the scripture that God made Jesus, uh, 2 Corinthians 5.21, that God made Jesus to be seen for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ. What does that mean? To be the righteousness of God means to be in right standing with God. See, there's a, a right standing with God puts you in right standing with things. With things. Are, are you following me? When you are in right standing with God, it puts you in right standing with things. What do you mean by that? You see, when you are in right standing with God, you, to things you become master. Why? Because to be in right standing with God is to be restored to God's intended position for your life. And that's the place of reigning. That's your place of boldness. It makes things subject to you and not you subject to things. Righteousness gives you access, access before God. It makes you accepted before God, but it makes you master over things. It makes you master over circumstances. It makes you master over devils and demons. Hallelujah. Those that have received the abundance of grace and gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Christ Jesus. What does it mean to reign? It means for things to be subject to you. What does it mean to reign? It means you're back to Genesis chapter 1. Remember? Have dominion. Have dominion. You see, that's what heaven is expecting. But if you're not thoroughly grounded in who you have been made, you will struggle with expectation. You will look to things to affirm you. You will look to things to affirm you instead of you affirming things. You determine what things do instead of things affirming you. That's why people don't expect. Because things went this way. The economy went this way. So people's expectation. Oh, the prices went this way. So people's expectation went. The activities of the earth becomes the gauge for people's expectation. For those who don't know God. But you're in right standing with him. And because you're in right standing with him, things are subject to you. Yeah. That's why things don't happen based on what's going on in your uh, or around you. Things don't happen in your life based on what's going on around you. Things happen in your life based on you recognizing who you have been made. God took all the experiences that he designed for your life. And he embedded it in your identity. <laughs> Notice the ground or the basis for overcoming. He said, you are of God, little children, and have overcome. It didn't say you fought and won the death. No, you are of God. Because Jesus fought and defeated him and brought you into God. So the basis for winning is being of God, little children. When you understand that, you don't struggle. Yeah. When you understand that, you expect that things will walk the way God said it will in your life. Why? You are of God. 
You are sim as simple as that. I am of God. I am a child of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I am a child of God. You are of God. And if you are of God, that means you are an heir of God. You don't have to beg for anything. You don't have to cry over anything. You have complete unhindered access. Hallelujah. That's why it's important to get grounded in who you are. Amen. Get grounded. Amen. Talk about who you are. Because you see, in talking about who you are, in talking about your identity, that's where things that are attached to your identity will come alive to you. Amen. You see, failure to understand that will cause you to pursue things. So people think they are successful because they did this and they did that. People think they are okay because they have this and they have that. When the only basis for those things is you recognizing who you have been made in Christ. Why? Because your life is already prepared. If you will believe it and walk from inside out, things will come to you. They don't have a choice. Why? Because you're answering to your name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Wow, wow. Get grounded in who you have been made. See, you're not struggling. I mean, anybody struggling to be human? This morning? Why? You were made that way. You were made wealthy. You were made healed and whole. You were made with wisdom and understanding. I mean, that's the way God created you. Or Christ, God recreated you in Christ. Accept it. Accept it. That's who you are. That's who you are right now. That's who you will be tomorrow. That's who you will be until Jesus shows up. Amen. Acknowledge it. Acknowledge it. I'm the provided for. I am one with Christ. Everything that God has, I have access to. I'm not trying to get access to something. I was born into it. You acknowledge it, it will fire up expectation. You will begin to see things that you've, you've not recognized before. You watch people that struggle with expecting something, you will find people that have not acknowledged what's available to them. Because they're still, one day I will get. One day I will get. So their expectation always carries the timeline of the world. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, <laughs> let's keep going so we don't spend all the Father's Day in here. <laughs> Amen. All right. A man without expectation is a man who does not know God like he should. Because he does not know, because he does not know God, he's a stranger to the resurrection power. You see, remember Paul, the apostle Paul praying for the church in Ephesians 1. He said that God will give us all the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. That the eyes of our understanding being enlightened, that we may know what is the hope of his calling. We've been called. With a lively hope. Hallelujah. A lively expectation to a life, 
to a life of expectation that we may know the riches of the glory of his inheritance amongst the saints. What's the third word? That we may know the exceeding greatness of this power that is directed toward us. When you became a new creation in Christ, you became the target, your life. I'm talking about your life became the target of the resurrection power of Christ. Remember the Apostle Paul prayed, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. When the more you know God, the more familiar and the more uh, openings you will have for the resurrection power. Why? Because knowledge is a door to the power of God. Amen. Amen. You see, God walks through knowledge. The devil walks through ignorance. Amen. So when you know, it allows you to open the door. What will knowledge do? It will bring expectation. It will cause you to expect. And expectation opens the door to God. Amen. Glory to God. Why do people, you know, in Nigeria, you know, we have houses with gates. Why do people put gates in there? So that the gate opens to you when you come and it closes to things or people that are not part of you. Right. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. So God set you on the earth as gates. Yes. You remember the Bible says, lift up your heads, O ye gates, and the king of glory shall come in. And he begins to describe to you, who is this king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So knowledge makes you a proper gate. Possessing the right knowledge allows you to function as a true gate to the power of God. (laughs) Amen. That's why it's important to know God. It's not enough to say, I got saved. You got saved, it's like Jesus and you have a handshake, and he brings you in. But find out what's in the top. Find out what's in the house. Yes. Check the cupboard. Check the refrigerator. Check the, check the garage. The, I mean, you are inside. I mean, this Christ that you're inside, I mean, the whole world can feed inside of him and more. The whole world can feed inside of him and there's two space. Remember the Bible said that by him and through him was all things made that was made. Yeah. Everything you see came out of him. Yeah. Glory Hallelujah. to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. So the more you know him, the more, the more you know him, the more you become a proper gate for God. Yeah. That's why he gave you his word. So you know him. Every word is a seed designed to make you pregnant with the power of God. (laughs) Woo! Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. So, if you don't know God like you should, there will be no expectation. Okay, what do I do? Get in the word of God. The only way you know God is through his word. 
Smith Wigglesworth used to walk around and up and down and say, I don't know God by how I feel. I can't know God by anything else. I can only know God by his word. I can't know God by how I feel. I can't know God by the economy. I can't know God by everything else that's happening around me. I can only know God by what he said. You see, people trying to know God and say, oh God, if it's you, let the pride, let the God's prize drop. <laughs> You wouldn't know God that way. Amen. You can only know God through his word. A man who finds knowledge of God is a man who has found treasure. Remember the psalmist said, I'm like a man that found great spoil because I found your word. When you know God like you ought to, you will be, I mean, you will give birth daily to miracles. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Give him birth daily. You see, the more you know God, the more you want to do things like he does. The more you know God, the more you want to be in your there. Hmm? What's your there? The local church. The more you participate. Because you see, the local church is your maternity center. For your expectation. Oh, yeah. People... People, believers with, that ignore the local church are believers who are pregnant, but there's no place for delivery. To a pregnant woman, a place of delivery is very vital. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, can't, you, you don't want to just give birth anywhere. Yeah. Why? Because you can be susceptible to things that can kill you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> so it's important that you, you see, every knowledge of God, you can trace it back to his word. You can trace it back to the patterns of how he works. Somebody say, I know God. I just haven't had time to come to church. You don't know God. That's exactly what that is. Because if you know God, you will hear him say, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together. You see, you can't claim to know God without your life looking like the word. Looking like what he said. It's not true. People play games with God. You know, I'm like my grandpa. I don't do shocking and jiving. Just get real, you know. I, I, I don't, you don't have time to mess around. It's either God is true or not. Right. Amen. Yeah, you know, God is talking to me, but pastor hasn't seen your face in four weeks. Uh, God is leading me, but pastor hasn't seen your face in one month. You don't know God. Are you listening? I know I'm preaching to the choir, but you know, you don't know God. If you're not in your place, you don't know God. Well, you see, many times we expect God, see, see, this is the wrong expectation. We expect God to understand our situation. But you remember what I said to you at the beginning. Until our expectation matches his expectation, the power ceases. We're expecting God to understand our situation, but God is expecting us to act on what he said, regardless of our situation. See, how can two walk together? Lest they be agreed. 
So if you don't agree with God's expectation and you want him to expect, to, to, to accommodate your expectation, then there's no agreement. Yeah. And Job 22, 21 says, you know, I agree with God. And by that, by you agreeing with God, great good shall come to you. So how, how are great good going to come? When you're not agreeing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So it's important to know God. How do you know God? Through his word. Someone say, okay, pastor, I'm trying to know God. I'm trying to know God. Okay, which book shall I read? Hebrews? Uh, this? Okay. You see, do you know that your pastors, this wasn't in my note, but I thank God for the Holy Ghost. Amen. <laughs> your pastors are the under shepherds under Jesus, the chief shepherd. So their voice should produce the picture of Christ to you. Amen. People who don't, pay, who don't listen to their pastors miss Accurate knowledge of God. Right. Why? Because they are anointed to paint accurate pictures of God to you. That's Ephesians 4. In verse 10, you know, he said he gave some to be apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the building up of the saints. And if you keep reading, it goes until, you know, you have complete image of Christ built into you. Built into you. Who's going to do it? We thank God for all the ministries. But there's no ministry like the ministry of the pastor. You miss it, you miss a whole lot. Are you here? That's why someone says, I'm trying to know God. Get to know the voice of your shepherd. Get to know the voice of your pastor. True pastor. True pastor. His voice will always reflect the voice of the shepherd. Because Jesus said, you know, he that ascended, he that descended was also him that ascended, that he may feel all things. And the way he feels all all things is that he gave some to be apostles, prophets, evangelists, and, and so on. Why? To build you up. To build you up. To fill you up with reality. People who don't listen to their pastors are not living in reality. They're living in fantasy. (laughs) Hallelujah. Are you listening? This must be for you. (laughs) Because I didn't prepare to go that direction. Amen. You ready for more? A man without expectation is a man who is controlled by what he sees and what he feels. In other words, he's a faithless man. Have you, you know, God said this to me in recent time about where we are. You know, people base the outcome of their lives on who's in leadership. Who's in government? So people are like, ooh, we can't wait. Oh, this administration is about to be over and we have a new one. Ooh, and things will be better. And God said, begin to want them. Like I've told you before. That's a way to extend the curse. 
Because the Bible says, curse is every man whose trust is a man. So you want to extend the curse? Keep being moved by what you see, what you feel. And by what people say. So he said to me, warn them. They're drifting again. Because they're going to come to disappointment. You see, as a believer, whoever is on seat does not determine your future. Your future is already predetermined. And you just walk it out. You just walk it out. So people without expectation are really people who walk by what they feel. They give when the economy is good. Hmm? They come to church when the gas prices are cheap. Hmm? And when the gas prices go up, Lord Jesus, when the Lord knows, he understands that the prices are high. Really? Does he really understand? No. He doesn't. Why? Because he doesn't supply your need based on the economy of where you are. The Bible says he supplies all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So you come to him quoting him gas prices, you're just wasting your breath. Well, you know, Lord... (laughs) The blood wasn't shed for you to talk like that. Are you listening to me? Because he meets your needs according to his riches. He wants you to rely on him. Expectation means you've got nothing else to look at but God and his word. Amen. So you can expect in the middle of crisis. You can expect something good in the middle of pandemic. You can expect when everybody else is dying off, you can expect to leave. Why? Because you are of God. You remember the Israelites in Egypt when the plagues were all over Egypt. In Goshen where they lived. This is your Goshen. The local church is the believer's Goshen. Amen. Uh, you know, don't be like some people, they're present, but you can't tell they're present. <laughs> you have to be present. Yes, yes. Amen. On, Things can be happening around and all over, but it wouldn't come nigh you. That's right. Why? Because you're, you're, you're not moved by what you feel. You're not moved by what people say. Yeah. You're only moved by the word. Right. You're born to live by faith. That's right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, somebody say, I'm believing God. Are you really believing God? When was the last time you act based on what the word said? When was the last time you act? Oh my gosh, this last week has been amazing. I came out of some things. I broke into some things. I mean, I like, I feel like I'm in the air. Glory to God. Why? Because the word, you know, it came alive. You know, God is, every time God sends somebody to talk to you, he, he will emphasize what he's been dealing with you before. Yes. Amen. That's how, part of how you know it's God. Yeah. So some of the things, it just, it came alive. Yes. And it dawned on me, wait a minute, the Bible said, you know, give and it shall be given to you. Give and it shall be given to you. You know, I've been meditating on that the whole year. I mean, my wife and I, we, we just set out 
this year we're going to give more than we've ever done. We're going to give more than we've ever done. And it's been working for us. You give and it's given back to you. But at camp meeting, it's like, oh my word, we're going to take this up. We're going to take this another notch. And we went up. And one service, you don't mind me sharing the truth with you. One service, I saw it. The next service, I, I, you know, my mind tried to come back to, you know, how you give. Okay, just give the, and, and my spirit. No, you've passed that place. Yeah. You're no longer there. Yeah. Hallelujah. You're no longer there. Hallelujah. You're no longer there. Yeah. So I went, poof, I went up. And I went up. And the next time, it comes around, and I, I just stayed there. I kept, I kept going up. I kept going up. I kept going up. I kept going up. And the Spirit of God was whispering to me, saying, Now you're acting like the word is so. You see, every, you see, there's supposed to be increase. I've acted like the word is so before. But as you grow in knowledge, knowledge brings increase. Knowledge brings increase. The new knowledge that comes, it comes to take you higher. Ooh, we're about to take off this morning. Well, you see, every word of God is designed to bring your experience higher. Remember, no word from God shall return unto him void. Soon return without you. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a private jet sent to pick you up. Amen. <laughs> and it will wait until you get on board. How do you get on board? Act like it's so. Act like it's so. See, if you observe how things look, you wouldn't expect. If you keep, okay, this, okay, this will work. Okay, yeah. Yeah, the numbers look good. Glory to God. The numbers look good. Glory to God. And if you know God, you're hearing your spirit. Stop saying that. Because glory to God is not about numbers. Glory to God is about what God said. You base everything, everything on what God said. So you're not moved by how you feel. You're not moved by anything other than what God said. You have come to a place that whatever God said in his word, you have come to agree that it will be so. It will be so in my life. It is so. And you expect based on that. You expect based on that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> I say you expect based on that. I had um, a couple call me recently on this trip. And they said they're in the hospital about to give birth. Uh, but the doctors are going to cut her open because the baby's head had not dropped. And she was frantic about it because she didn't want that. She said, I've never had a C-section. You know, not that, you know, God leads you that way. But, you know, she was terrified by it. Yeah. Num not, number one, anything you do, being afraid will not produce. That's right. Anyway, but so I said, what is the issue? What do you want? I said, well, uh, I don't want C-section. They said, I have four hours to decide. Otherwise, it gets dangerous. So I said, what does the Bible say? The Bible said, if two of us shall agree as to touching anything, and if two of us on the earth, we're on earth this morning, yeah. shall agree as to touching anything, it shall be done of 
the father for us. So I said, okay, let's agree. So I told the husband, put your hand on her belly. And I'm going to pray. And we all agree. Okay. So I said, in the name of Jesus, baby, come down and be where you're supposed to be. And we thank you, Father, because you said, if we shall agree as to touching anything, yes. it shall be done of you. And that was my point of expectation. Yes. And I clicked the phone and left. And you know, the four hours came and went. They didn't operate on her. The next day, she had the baby. Come on. Totally well, baby well, mother well. And I wondered, I said, now we've agreed. Expect nothing else other than what we've agreed. See, this is what destroys people. Because you can set out your agreement based on God's word. Circumstances will arise to try to position you another direction. But you're not expecting based on condition. You're expecting based on the word. So you have to learn to ignore what natural circumstances are saying. You have to learn to ignore your feelings. Oh, I've met people that love their feelings so much. Oh, that's, that's my feelings. My feelings said I'm not feeling well. Therefore, God will heal me one day. I said, no, he won't. You see, you're not well because you feel well. You're well because the Bible said you are. You're well because the Bible said himself took your infirmities and gave you his wellness. That's all. And that's the basis for your expectation. Are you listening to me? So you have to learn to take your eyes off of what you feel, what you see. What the news is saying. I read news, but I don't read it to determine what I'm going to do. I read it just to, you know, have fun, know what they're dealing with. (laughs) And remind myself what I have available to me. Amen. We're not of the world. Amen. We're not of the world. Glory to God. I said we're not of the world. So, So you can see. This whole deal comes down to understanding who you have been made. Understanding who you have been made. Who you have been made is designed to override every natural circumstance. Think about Jesus. He walked on water. Think about Jesus. He spoke to the wind. Think about Jesus. He spoke to fever. He overrode every natural circumstance that stood in his path. And you are just like him. The same life in Christ is in you. The same love in Christ is in you. We know Jesus told us. Praying to the Father that the love, the same love you've loved me, I've loved. You know, show them that the same love you love me, you love them with. Yes. Everything that Jesus operated in 
he gave us. We're like him. We're like him. You are identical to Christ. Same thing. Same thing. You are identical to Christ. And the devil doesn't want you to know it. He wants you to see yourself as a person struggling. He wants you to see yourself where, you know, no, 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 no. Remember, the Bible says, if you be Christ, you are the seed of Abraham. You are Christ. The Bible addresses you as Christ. God addresses you as Christ. What's my point today? See yourself the same. Know yourself like God knows you. Don't allow what you see to teach you who you are. Don't allow what you feel to teach you who you are. It can't. The true you is the man in Christ. You are identical with Christ. Same thing with Christ. That's why the devil fights you. Getting this knowledge. The devil wants you to go to church and say, one day God will deliver me. Uh-huh. Oh, the devil wants you to just, oh, just call Jesus. Yeah. Just call Jesus. Uh-huh. Jesus. That's what the devil wants you to call. Just call Jesus. Why? He's got you with the thinking that, okay, you are outside, call Jesus. But when you're inside, there's a different sound to the calling of the name. Amen. Because you calling the name of Jesus is you acting like Christ. Yes. Amen. Amen. You got to see yourself that way. The same life that is in Christ is in me. That is the foundation for my expectation. Remember Jesus said, I do what I see my father do. And I say what I hear my father say. That's why he expected Remember Jesus said, I know you hear me always. always. Why? He's living the life that the Father has for him. Are you living the life that Jesus ha- has for you? How do you talk? What do you think on? Who do you fellowship with? What is at the center of your life? Because that shows the kind of life you're living. It shows whether this image is settled in you. Because you can't live anyhow and expect the life of Christ to be manifested. Amen. Say after me, I'm a man in Christ. Hallelujah. And because I'm in Christ, heaven has expectation for my life. So my expectation is rising to the same. Don't have anything else describe you. Have the word describe you. I am who God says I am. I have what God says. I can do what God says I can do. And that's all things. All things. All things. I said all things. I see myself in Christ. The day 
what I'm preaching to you settles in you. Your down days are over. You will arise every day with full expectation, knowing that you are authorized to act like God, talk like God, and expect heaven to manifest when you show up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Expect heaven to manifest when you show up. I mean, you are Christ's ambassador. Who will send an ambassador to a nation without giving him the equipment to back him up? And that's you. You are an ambassador of Christ. So heaven is expecting you to act as one. But the key to acting as one is seeing yourself as one. Say after me. The me I see is the me in Christ. The me I see is the me in Christ. The me that is full of expectation. Amen. That's where it begins. You need to see yourself. see yourself. See yourself in Christ. I see myself in Christ. I see myself in Christ. I don't see me here and see Christ there. No, I see myself in Christ. Hallelujah. Jesus, hallelujah. I mean, I'm in him. You see, if you don't see yourself in Christ, when circumstances come, you will act like you are outside. What are we going to do? Like in the Midwest, you know, we have tornadoes in Iowa. And when you have basement and you're in the basement, you're not concerned. Why? Because you're shielded. When you see yourself in Christ, nothing terrifies you. News will come. You'll be like... It's for y'all. <laughs> oh, it's for y'all. I've learned one of the reasons people's expectation dampen is because they don't talk about who they are in Christ. They talk about everything else in the flesh, but they don't talk about who they are in Christ. So I decided wherever we go, you know, in Nigeria, they talk about, oh, this is this, oh, this is this. I said, not for me. It's different for me. What? Oh, you're from America. No, I live in Nigeria. Uh, I said, no, it's not for me. Why? Because I read in the Bible that because I'm in Christ, I have a different experience. Well, I wish it was so. No, it is so. It is me acknowledging that fact that makes it so in my life. Acknowledge it. Acknowledge that you are one with Christ. Acknowledge yourself as one in Christ. Amen. Amen. It gets troubling sometimes when you hear people praying for victory. Oh, God, give us victory. No, you were born victorious. You were never separated from victory. You see, you see the mindset, the shifting. Oh, God, bring me supply. You were never separated from supply. You were born into supply. Into supply. Into supply. Remember after he created the Garden of Eden, that's when he brought us in. So you were born into supply. And in Christ Jesus, in Christ Jesus, all the promises of God, they are yes and amen. If he made everything that was made by Christ and he put you into Christ, what do you think he did? He put you into the source of everything good. Amen. Amen. There was nothing made that was made without him. 
by that. The gold, the silver, all of those things were made by him and for him. And God put you in him. And you tell me you don't have a supply. That's a wrong thinking. You see what I'm saying? This is part of seeing yourself in Christ. Seeing yourself in supply. Amen. You are not a victim. Amen. You are not a victim. This is what trips a lot of people up. This is what kills their expectation. They believe in God. Okay, they, they, they trust the world. So they take a step. And the devil rises and brings things that are contrary. And they go, oh, see, oh, God. And then they change. They change their confession. They change their expectation because things in the natural happen. But you see, you have to remind yourself, things happen in your life only because of your identity, not because of activities. So you hold fast to who you are in Christ. And as long as you hold fast to it, things are subject to change. Yes. And they will change. Amen. You see, this is how you ought to base your expectation yeah. on your identity. If they said, okay, well, this food here is for human. Okay? And a whole bunch of things showed up. And try to take it away. Try to mess around with it. And you start pursuing and crying after those things that are trying to take away the food that's meant for human. Okay? Oh, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? You're crying over that. Do you know that you can do that all day long? And that wouldn't give you, give you access to the food that was meant for human. What, what can you do and what should you do to have access to that food that was meant for human? What can you do? Anybody there to say? Huh? Eat it? Take it? What else? I'm looking for something. What else? What else? What else? Huh? Demand it. Uh huh. Expect it. <laughs> Did you know all you have to do? Be a human. Do you see? All, everything else has to do with struggling to do something. Just be a human. Just be a human. Because as long as you remain human, you have access to it. Because it's meant for human. The blessing is designed for the new creation. What do you have to do to maintain possession? Just be a new creation. That's all. No struggle. No struggle. No fighting. Just be a new creation. Act like new creation. That's it. Because this, the chasing of the food is not the main thing. The main thing is maintaining your identity. Because as long as you maintain your identity, you will have access to it. Remember? That's why when it was presented, it said, this is for human. What do you have to do to have access to it? Just be human. 
You don't have to fight for it. You don't have to struggle for it. Just be human. As long as you remain human, you'll have access to it. That's why Jesus said, (laughs) seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Get in his kingdom. Stay in his kingdom. Walk the things he said to work. Be in your there and all these things will be added to you. It's all about your identity. You're not called to pursue things. You're called to a new identity. You know you can get on. (laughs) Oh, glory to Jesus. You can get on to get on an airplane. You you can get ready to get on an airplane. And you line up, you know, so flight number 7187 to land of abundance. We'll be boarding in 10 minutes. Please have your... ID is ready. So you come in, and you're in line, you showed up, and you're telling the agent, you know, I went through this last year, and I came around. I went through, you know, all the circumstances in my life was this, everything this, this, this was that, you know, you know, do you know how many houses I have? Do you know how many things I came through? Do you know? I mean, you can be telling this agent everything. But if you never presented your identification, you wouldn't have access. Don't waste your life talking about stuff. Just maintain your identity. As long as you maintain your identity, you have access to the blessing. Mind you, that's already planned for you. You didn't see those passengers go out there and drag that plane. There are crews already that brought it and maintained it. All that's needed is identification. Identification. And God gave you his identification. All you have to do is present it. To gain access to the blessing. Present the identification. Present the identification. Present the identification. It's not asking you for your might. It's not asking you for what you've done. It's asking for your identification. Your identification. That is the basis for your expectation. If you expect him to get into what he designed, identification. Every day, things will call for your ID. When gas prices go up, you know what he's calling for? Identification. Show me your ID. Show me your ID, and people start showing all kinds of stuff. Believers, and they never show their ID. And because they never show their ID, they're subject to the same thing that the world is experiencing. But to get into that jet (laughs) of land of provision, land of abundance, you have to provide proper identification. But here are some Christians. They show up. They want in the blessing. Nobody wakes up in the morning with the mindset, I'm going to want the curse today. I want everything bad to happen to me. No. They want, they want something good. But they present wrong ideas. Well, you don't know what I'm dealing with. You don't understand what I'm dealing with. I'm the only one that this. You know, they said, no. The doctor said. The doctor said. Well, the band said. You know, I mean, who are you expecting it from? 
You see, talking like that means you're expecting it from the doctor. Talking like that means you're expecting it from the bank or whoever. Why? Because you're telling, addressing them. Your words reveal your identity. The words you speak is how you present your identification. Are you listening? The words that come out of your mouth is your identification. You can say, I'm in Christ. And then when things come, you think wrong things come out of your mouth. You know what you've done? You've dismissed your identification. Settle it. God is a good God. Your life is already planned out. It's just calling for your identification. Talk like it. Act like it. And make yourself feel like it. Amen. I will, I will watch people feel themselves out of the plane of, of, of abundance. Yeah. I don't feel it. So they, I don't feel it. And then they start, you see, every feeling yeah, came because of, of a thought mm-hmm. accepted. That's right. Are you listening? Yeah, Feelings come through thoughts. So, in order to get rid of feelings, you have to get rid of thoughts. That's why it's important that you mend what you think on. Because if you don't, they will eventually become feeling. Designed to get you to line up with the thoughts. That's why it's important. That's why the Bible says, my son, attend. Attend, attend. Don't say, I don't know why I feel this way. I do, because of what you're attending to. So if you will guard what you think on, you will guard what you experience. So how do you maintain your identity? Think on things that only tells you what God said about you. Well, I'm that. No, 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 no. That's the wrong thought. And if you, you see, people, people want something to make them feel good, but they don't realize that it's found in their mouth. Hmm? <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Uh, he, he's taking me totally slightly different direction than I would have gone. But your identity affects every area of your life. Every area, every area. I tell people, I'm a rich man. And they look back to see what kind of car I drive. See, the Bible calls it carnal. Carnal. You're not rich because you have that. You're rich because Jesus became rich so that through his poverty, you are made rich. And when you align with the proper source, ideas will come. I mean, do you think the devil will give you an idea that will prosper your life? No, No, so stop looking his direction. Look to the one who made you so. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. 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 Is there a family of Marcellus, is it Marcellus, 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 
Marcellus, some, something like that. Anybody here with that name? The family of Marcel, Marcellus. Am I saying it right, Lord? Marce, Marcellus. Marce, Marcellus. Anybody here with that name? Close? Am I butchering it? That's the way it's coming to me. Marcellus. 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 The family of Marcellus. Anybody? Munoz? It just it sounds like the way it's coming out. Marce, Marcellus. Marcellus. What does Marcellus mean in Spanish? Marcellus. 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 All I could hear in my spirit, we might know later, like we typically do. You know, I, it, um, all I could hear in my spirit is that things are shifting for this family. Things are shifting for this family. Devil, in the name of Jesus, you take your hands off of them. In Jesus' name. Go, angels. Bring them around. And turn them around. Praise God. Marcellus. 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 You come in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Glory to God. Any mechanic in here? Anybody walks on cars here? Walks on cars? Walks on cars? Mechanic. I see them in a mechanic shop. Praise God. So be open. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Be open. Stay open. Praise God. Glory to God. Oh, yeah, I, I forget there are people watching online too. Praise God. Amen. So if that's you, or it applies close to you, receive and respond. Amen. Glory to God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> Who is that? You want to have another baby, but you know, it, it seems like there, there's an issue. Anybody? Seems like an, uh, there's an issue. And I have another baby. It seems like an issue. But in the name of Jesus, these things are being removed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't take that job if it would pull you away. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank God for God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Amen. Yeah. I'd see the angels ministering to that one. Pulling those things out of the way. Pulling those things out of the way. Pace, I'm telling you, pace to be in church. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you. It will all come to pass.
I hear this, Pastor Marvin. Just take steps. Take steps. Even when it doesn't make sense, take steps. Because some steps come with more knowing. There are things that you never know until you take the steps. Until you take the steps. It, it's sort of like a, yes, thank you, Father. Looking <laughs> into a yard that is fenced, you come to it, you're looking to it from a, a distance. And the closer you get, the more view you have. The closer you get, the more view you have. And the more view you have, <laughs> the more self <laughs> Do you know that the view is not up here? It is in here. So when here doesn't see nothing, here has it very much, very much. It's already there. It's already there. It's already there. Oh, it's already there. It's already there. George, your brothers are going to turn around towards the things of God. It seemed like so strange, but they will. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> so get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Does that make sense to you? Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. And don't be shy about it. Talk about the blessing. 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 Don't talk about the other stuff. Just talk about the blessing. Talk about the blessing. And they'll become, it will ring like a bell to them. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I saw one leave the fishing boat and just say, I'm, I'm just going back to God. I'm going back to God. I saw him step off a fishing boat that I'm going back to God. Praise God. That's a good thing. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It will all come to pass. Hold fast to it. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Does this make sense? Because I don't know anything about what I'm saying other than by the Spirit. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Glory to God. He left and he doesn't want anything to do with the children. So what? So what? You're not alone. <laughs> God is your father. And he will take care of you. Amen. I don't want to call you out, but just, just the word just came up and I, I needed to tell you that. So what? So what? If God be for you. Woo! <laughs> Woo! <That's right. laughs>
You understand that when a man leaves his home, he doesn't leave with the supply. God is the supply. So re receive it, believe it, and it will work for you. And in fact, you will see, you will see God do series of miracles to get you to something that you've been believing for. So put it in your mouth. Put it in your mouth and talk about it and watch him do it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen, 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 amen. Thank you, Lord. Thou art good. Your mercy endures forever. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. There's a child that has seems like the development slowed. Is this child here today? Bring him up here. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I command every, every system, every neuron, every nerve to begin to function. I command you in Jesus' name to come alive and be normal. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I thank you for that, Father. Come, come. How about a hug? Are you going to hug me? Come, come. Give me a hug. Good. Good. Give me a hug. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your creative miracles. Thank you for your creative miracles. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I release the anointing into this body. Correct, reroute, recreate everything that's needed for complete and normal function. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise God. Amen. It is so. It is so. It is so. I don't need another proof. It is so. It is so. It is so. I said it is so. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Glory be to God. Hallelujah.
Praise God. You, you got to love Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. The Lord is good. Amen. Well, 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 well. I just love Jesus. Amen. Praise God. I'm just checking, make sure we're, we're done before I let you go. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, someone in here is holding. You're like, it's like you're having difficulty letting go. When, uh, uh, about something concerning your father. Just let it go. Let it go and come into increase. Let it go coming to increase you know you notice the way God works he's not having me call you out but I know you're here I know his voice just let it go let it go and come into increase you're not a victim are you listening to me let it go and let God take care of you look at all these wonderful things he has he has set up I would jump on God's side if I were you amen <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. All right, be before we close, does anybody need hands laid on them for healing of any sort? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. What you need healing for, sir? In the name of Jesus, Father, I thank you for your healing power to flow from the top of his head to the soles of his feet, clearing every, every sinus, every muscle. In the name of Jesus, I thank you for it. It goes in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. What do you mean? Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus, be made whole. I see you with something else. You take there's a medication for something else. In the name of Jesus, completely whole. Thank you, Father, for it. It changes in the name of Jesus. It will never be the same again. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I think I'm I think I'm done. Come here, Olivia, and Sophia. Let me bless you. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Give, give me your hands. Father, I thank you for the preciousness of what you're doing. And I thank you for food, whatever you see fit. I deposit it into them in Jesus' name. Thank you for clarity. Thank you for clear, 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 clear path. And I thank you. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. 
different year that year. Mm. Yes, 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 20. Yeah, 2023. It'll be a different year that year. Oh, yeah, I'll see that. We receive it now, Father, by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Pedro, do you want to own business? You do? Huh? Do you want to own business? I don't know if it's the same business, but that's what came out. I don't know. Hmm? Yeah. Self-employed, yeah. But do you want to own business? I don't know if it's the same line. You see what I'm saying? I don't know if there's another one that you're thinking, but it just came out. Do you want to own business? Okay, come up here. Praise God. <laughs> you know, sometimes we just, it, we, we are zeroed in on so many things, but I looked over to you, it just, the phrase came, do you want to own business? Okay, glory to God. Whatever it is, it's between you and God. I have no idea, but that's why I'm just asking you the question. And it's since you do, be it unto you according to your faith and begin to take steps. Begin to take steps. That's why it is supernatural. It's not based on the natural coming together. When there's a supernatural direction is coming from God, you just respond. He'll lead you. He'll lead you. You know his voice. He'll lead you. Don't wait for the others. You know, this, this, this. That's why so many believers are broke today. Because they're waiting for the natural to confirm the supernatural. That's the opposite. Yeah. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. It's good. Amen. Glory to God. Father, I declare over this precious people that this word will stay with them. It will build like fire inside of them. They will talk and live by it. It will minister to them day after day. And River Church comes into another level of abundance. Another level of effectiveness in this whole community. In the name of Jesus. We thank you for it, Father. If you agree, say amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. We're going to give those who are online an opportunity to give as well as those who are here right now. Um, this is the time where, you know, there's, here's the thing. There's a flow in, in giving. There's a flow to obedience. And, um, you know, if you're waiting to get obedient, then you're not in the flow. But if you're in the flow, then things can get you. Then you step into the flow. And when you're in the flow, things begin to happen because you're in the flow. And how many of you know with the word that we received this morning, that, that precious word uh, about our, our identification and who we are, all we're doing is identifying with what we are already. And, and part of that identification is, is that flow. We identify with that flow. We identify with that blessing. We identify with what God's doing. So those of you who are online, just make sure if when you do give online, make sure you uh, just put guest minister. And that way we will be able to uh, make sure that uh, Reverend Ike gets it. And how many of you know, those of you who are sitting out there, if you have a testimony of being touched during this broadcast, 
uh, make sure to leave a comment uh, underneath. Uh, let Just let us know. And, and it doesn't have to be right now. There was a, a name mentioned. And if you happen to be scrolling and you hear that, go ahead and still make a comment. Because, you know, um, there is no time in the spirit. There is no time in the spirit. Those of you who are sitting and watching, you can lay hold of what God has right now. And and I'll tell you what, because the word always works. The word always works. Amen. So you can make write your check out to the River Church. We'll make sure to give it to Raise your hand if you need an offering envelope. Um, got a hand. Oh, good, good. Raise your hand if you need an envelope. Um, and make sure you write legibly. And how many of you know today is Missions Sunday? Hey, the timing of the man of God. <laughs> uh, we've been partnering with, uh, with, we've got to get the exact date of how long we've been partnering with you because it seems like we've been partnering with you. It's, been, it's already been a while and uh, it's, it's a joy to be a partner with his uh, ministry. And uh, so, you, like I said, you can go visit the website, www.theriverh2o, lowercase letter O, dot com. And uh, you can give there. And how many of you know, it's a blessing to be a blessing. Amen. Say, I'm blessed to be a blessing. I'm going somewhere. I'm stepping in the flow with my new identification. Amen. Amen. Ushers, go ahead and serve the people. And as that bucket's being passed around, say all the money that Ike, I always have, I, <laughs> I don't know, I have my agabugu. <laughs> all, all, see, all the money that Pastor Ike needs, he gets. He receives all the money that the River Church needs, it gets. All the money that my home needs, it gets. It receives to the overflow in Jesus' precious mighty name. And everybody said, amen. Aren't you glad you came today? I said, aren't you glad you came today? What a blessing. What a blessing. Amen. Hey, well, we love you. Come on. We love you, and we'll see you this coming Wednesday. Amen.